There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi everyone, welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them, and I tell you about them, so you don't have to experience them firsthand, but you can still know all the details. You can be in the know. Ooh, baby, keeping you in the know. But before we get into this week's movie, did anything scary happen to us this week? Hmm. Um, okay, so... I guess this is, this is pretty... This is pretty scary. Okay, <laughs> I like where this is how this is starting. Seems promising. So for the past week, I have our. I live on the fourth floor, and the elevator in our apartment building broke uh, about ten days ago. So everyone's been taking the stairs. A lot of stair activity in my apartment building. Um, also I think really stressful for a lot of people who live in the building who like really need that elevator, um, and have a lot of trouble going up and down the stairs. Um, the thing that's kind of alarming to me is that there has been a really bad smell permeating Mm. the stairwell in my apartment building for several days now, and they have been washing the floors constantly and i am worried someone died in one of their apartments and that's what the smell is i don't know because i have no idea what that would smell like but i do know that it smells really bad and tim disagrees with me tim is like you're being crazy (laughs) no (laughs) but it's not like an identifiable smell to you i've never smelled it before no. no, before that's interesting. Smelling a new <laughs> smell in general, I don't, I don't, I don't like that, that at all. <laughs> I don't know what it is, and I almost like don't like. Sorry, this is just too much, but it does smell. It smells like 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 something. It just smells bad, you yeah. guys. Like I think, yeah. like it smells really bad, and I and Tim doesn't think that. The, I think he thinks I'm being a little dramatic, and he probably is right. This does happen though? I know, I know of someone who this. Happened to winter. in New York City. Yeah, someone in his building died yeah. in their apartment, and it like really smelled for a while. Yeah, people gotta die somewhere. I know they've gotta die somewhere, and there's a lot of people in New York. I know it's really sad. I'm sorry, but wouldn't they have told you? Do you think or no? Uh, no. no, they might not know. Is the thing if it still smells? Oh, you think there's a body currently in there that they haven't found? <laughs> <laughs> that's what i th- thought you were saying uh, no 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 i i think that they if probably it still smells they're still there i think they probably have found the body by now but it's still I love smells. when she starts to whisper, I so start to whisper. 
bad. It still smells so like it's dissipated a little bit. The smell has gone down, but it's mm. they're just also it's really I don't know whether it's because people are taking the stairs more often, but they are cleaning a lot. There's a lot of cleaning going on in a way that is not normal and it is not helping the smell. So I don't know what's going on, but should I, I mean, hopefully the smell goes away soon. Hopefully everyone is safe and healthy in my building. But um, the scary thing is, mm. is that in my head, every time I walk in and out of my building now, I can't help but think there's a dead person Who died? in here. Who died? Yeah. That is scary. Yeah. It's pretty scary, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yikes. I don't know what else to say about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what else to say I about it either. I'm, I, like, I hope the situation improves. I know. And, you know, here's the thing is that I feel like this segment is supposed to be like a little lighthearted. And I feel like I accidentally keep like talking about things that are too Friendly, like not this se- This segment, which I love referring to it as a segment, is <laughs> is supposed to be whatever we need it to be. And That's sometimes right. we need to talk about. The, the dead fact body that someone in our might have died <laughs> in our apartment. Sometimes that's what we need it to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It exists for us. Mm-hmm. Thank you for you guys supporting me in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always. Okay. What about you guys? Um, mine's a little different. Okay. Tonally. <laughs> tonally, it's different. Tonally different. Um, I just, I guess, what's scary about it is how much I can't stop thinking about this and it is jared leto being nominated for a screen actors guild award <laughs> for his performance in house of gucci i want to be like a pigeon so i can fly <laughs> it makes me it's you know what it's like a derealization moment like my therapist would tell me where i like need to hold an ice cube i'm like wait what he got and nominated. everybody went like good acting good good but good. like a jury of his peers too like specifically it being the screen actors guild nominating him it really blows my mind and i know in general awards things are usually not correct and that will never stop me from being mad about them (laughs) and thinking about them (laughs) but i just think it's so crazy house of gucci is the craziest one of the craziest movies i've ever seen i could not stop thinking about it after we saw it you started whispering. <laughs> I guess it's because I'm being like taken back, taken back to wistful, those times. It's wistful whispering. <laughs> it's a wistful whisper. <laughs> um, because it also got nominated for best performance by a cast. And it just seems like everybody. Maybe because they were acting in eight different movies. They were all which in was a impressive. different movie. Everybody was in a different movie. But Jared Leto specifically. <laughs> all the scenes with him and Al Pacino, to me. We're very re- reminiscent of an Adam Sandler movie called Jack and Jill. <laughs> and I'm just like, no one can deny that he was acting really big and really hard in it. That much is true. But yeah, maybe it's just because of how hard he was. He acting. was acting really hard. He was really going for it. He dedicated that like himself to that performance. 110 percent. Nobody's saying he didn't do that. Was it one of the five best performances of the year? I don't think so. I think it was a comedy performance. It's just like it makes me feel crazy that it was one we're of the five him. most performances of the it, year. Yes, yes, yes. 
I would love if that were a category. Wait, most so performance hardest. So do you guys know how the Screen Actor Guild works? Like, is it like do do people just vote? SAG members vote. It's yeah, like it's just, across the board, or are they like across nom- the board. like nominations put forth, and then they um, vote on those nominations? Do you know what I mean? I should know this as a member of SAG. <laughs> I think you vote twice. I think you vote for yes. to and, create the and nominations. Not everyone in SAG can vote. There is like they and they pick members at random. I think who then are like invited to all the screenings and and watch all the things, and and I think mm-hmm. they put forth the nominations. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe. I'm a really bad union member who never pays attention. Um, but I mean, regardless, regardless, he should not be nominated in in this category or in any category except maybe a Razzie. Sorry. Also, Jared Leto, Ooh! not a good person, and I don't also understand. Not a good person. I don't understand why. I mean, I guess I do understand because that's the way it seems to go. But mm-hmm. he hasn't skipped a beat in jobs. He is a working actor. Nobody's blinking an eye. Work, work, work. And yeah, it just makes me feel really crazy and I can't stop thinking about it. And I really am going to lose my mind if he wins. (laughs) Oh my God. I hope he does his speech in the accent. (laughs) And the suit. For those of us who haven't seen the movie, can you give us a little taste of what's happening with his acting in this film? (sighs) Well, he's in a fat suit, which in 2022, I feel like I, it's like, why are we still doing that? Fat suit, bald cap. What kind of? What's his character? He talks. So, he talks so like this. Hey, papa. He's oh. talking is so Italian. He's talking so, so Italian. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm, I'm Italian gay man. <laughs> it's like really, truly that line. He got something to the effect of, "I want to be like a pigeon, so I can fly." Oh <laughs> it's no! So That's crazy. like my best possible impression. It's, it's really it's insane. It's spot on. It's like. A very hammy, like funny performance, and I, I do believe he is trying to be funny. Like, there's yeah. no way that this is a serious performance. But yeah, he is playing a real person. Whoever it is, it was mad about it. <laughs> that makes sense. Makes sense. No, I think he's dead. Oh, it, well, I think the I think the Gucci family in general was like mad about everything in the movie. They did him dirty. <laughs> they, like. <laughs> I would be upset for sure. All right. <sighs> Free wild. Yeah, that's it. I just can't stop thinking about it. And it's scary that it's how much of my headspace is devoted to mm-hmm. House of Gucci in general. But I, that said, I do think people should see House of Gucci because it is just you should, definitely should like one of the craziest movies ever made. <laughs> I do. I, you've, you've made me curious. You've made me curious. You I do want to see it. You should see it. It's weird, man. Isn't it really long? Yes. Yeah. Is it really oh, long? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yikes. Um, mine is also tonally different, I think, than both of these. Okay. So we're, gi- we're giving you variety this week. Mm-hmm. I mentioned I mentioned that I am moving. Mm-hmm. And I guess what's scary is I'm, move- I'm moving in with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, can you, isn't that such a crazy thing to do? <laughs> <laughs> it is it is it's just it's i and i it's just a crazy thing to do it's a big change it's uh, a big even change. though you like spend so much time together already it's different when your space is a shared space 
Yeah, it's just like it's it's I'm so I'm like have zero doubts. Zero doubts. It's so great. We're so excited. It's the right choice. It's been great so far. Like it's like, yeah, this is what you do when you want to like share a a life with someone. Yeah. But also to be like I've lived alone for 4 years. And I've gotten really good at living alone and like taking care of me and my space and my needs and same for him. And and so it's just like, wait, we're we're going to be around each other like all the time. And I know that we won't, but there's just a lot of stuff that I do. That is alone stuff, you know, like (laughs) so much of my existence is like alone time. And I do things that one would do when no one else is around. And so now it's like, are there going to is there going to be someone around? Like, what do you what do you do? And I've lived with a partner before, but it just I, I I had never lived alone when that happened. I was a lot younger. I'm like now I'm like I am I am who I am and I've got my weird shit and my habits and my like adult life and body and habits and i'm like what you know what i mean it is it is crazy i think it's definitely different when you've lived alone for a long time so you have all these ways of going about your day that are specific to you in that alone time here's the thing though you guys aren't moving into one room with no doors or like correct you will still have (laughs) you're saying i can sneak away and do my alone stuff you will still absolutely have alone time even though you guys are living (laughs) together (laughs) i I really i mean i've been texting you about it hen you live with someone do you live with two people one of them's tiny um because i literally i'm like and it's it's not even I'm excited about it. I'm like eager for it. I just feel like I'm like a curious little baby where I'm like, how does it work? Like, I just found myself because I'm like, no, the way that you live as an adult is alone. So what is it like when what is it like when there's someone else there? How do you do food? How do you do like I'm like, I just feel like I don't know how any of it works. I think you guys just figure it out as you go along and things kind of like happen organically. So one thing, for example, is that Tim almost always goes to bed after I do. And that's almost going to be a guarantee. Yeah, that's like built in alone time right there, because like I'll read in bed and then like fall asleep or realistically nowadays watch TikTok videos Mm -hmm. until I fall asleep (laughs) while Tim is like out like doing work or reading or whatever in the other room. And like that's kind of like built in alone time. I'll keep you guys posted. I'm very curious. I think this is the right attitude. Like to a go little explorer. To go into it <laughs> with, yes, this curious mind. I think that's the <laughs> way to, the way to go without like rigid expectations of what it should be like. And I right. think that's the way to do it. I don't know, you guys. Uh, food is the biggest thing for me because I, there's, you know, how there's like, there are alone meals, you know, mm, there are, mm-hmm. there's, there is food that's meant to be eaten alone like sometimes if i don't have time like a boiled egg over the sink with that's exactly what i'm talking <laughs> about or like like sometimes i'm like oh i don't have time to I'm, I'm gonna like i haven't been very healthy today i don't really have time to eat anything but i need some greens i'll just grab a handful of spring mix and throw it in my mouth like a little yeah, rabbit yeah 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 you know no, what i that mean is, like, that is just normal that is normal 100 <laughs> percent of the yeah, way maybe what i'm about to discover is just like Oh, everyone does this. Everyone. I mean, no, absolutely. You and Joel are going to be having weird little separate meals all the time. Thank God. You can't have every meal together. 
You also just can't have every meal be a meal you want someone to see. That's that's really what I'm about. It's not about eating it together. It's about like be able to be secret about some of the things that you do, like that you put into your body, that you put out of your body. Some of these things should be alone, completely in secret and and never known by anyone. (laughs) Um, So it's, you know what? It's scary. It's unknown. But yeah, I'm a little anthropologist and I'm just gonna report back about what it is like to live with another human as if nobody has ever done it before. (laughs) oh boy boy all right well let's get into this week's movie yes which is 13 ghosts it came out in 2001 directed by steve beck written by neil marshall stevens and richard diovideo based on uh or story by rob white and also uncredited writers todd alcott and james gunn a lot of writers here <laughs> james gunn like guardians of the galaxy james gunn yeah that's the one <laughs> uh oh. he was a addi- additional writer so i don't know maybe mm. he came in for a rewrite or something but also he is that. also uncredited which on imdb i'm confused when they say that because it's like you're crediting like, him he's here. right here yeah, but I guess I he's not it. credited in the actual movie is what that means. Right? Oh, okay. Uh, it is starring Tony Shalhoub, Matthew Lillard, M. Beth Davids, Shannon Elizabeth, Alec Roberts, J.R. Bourne, Raw Diga, and F. Murray Abraham, and it is streaming on Netflix. This is a fun cast. Wait, does this mean that we're going to get to listen to Emily do a Matthew Lillard impression again? I'll try my best, I baby. So. I'll try my best. Gotta love that Lillard. Um, and this is a movie that was in one of our Instagram polls and it lost to the day- taking of Deborah Logan, but only by like three votes. So I felt like we had to do it. Had mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. This is one I, I know nothing about it. Nothing. Same. Which is interesting because I feel like this is around when movies like The Ring and The Grudge and all those came out and those are like seared into my memory at that time of the commercials and the posters and being terrified. This one somehow totally went over my head. I don't know anything about this one. Is it about someone being visited by 13 ghosts? Um, Good guess. (laughs) Sort of. Mm. Mm. Uh, okay. This is one that I saw at the time. Yeah, it came out in two thousand one. So I must, I would, I would have been twelve. And you saw I, it in theaters? No, I didn't see it in theaters. I probably, you know what? I probably saw it like a year or two later okay. when it came out on VHS, uh-huh, uh-huh. like blockbuster. And it just kind of took me back to there was this time when I was in high school that I watched a lot of this type of movie. Like I watched Saw. And there was a movie called Cube that was so nasty. Wait, so this is nasty? This is a nasty one? It's a little nasty. <laughs> is it on the level of, is it like a torture porn movie? No, it's, I think it's like also quite silly. You know what, Sammy? I never, I never know. I never know. You with can't you. trust what I say. I can't, I can't fucking trust where you're coming from. You did, <laughs> you did adequately warn us about audition though, so... Yeah, I I don't think too much nasty stuff happens in this. It's the thing that's nastiest is something that I won't be able to sufficiently get across, which is the 
costume and design of the ghosts, mm -hmm. which they all just the like makeup and like special effects, I guess, or like the prosthetics. I guess it's like kind of creature designy, yeah, prosthetics. Oh, cool! Like they look nasty. Will we get any of it in the trailer? Oh, we sure will. Okay. But yeah, let me give you some trivia. 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my god! <laughs> 30% on Metacritic and 5.6 on IMDb. Oh Whoa. no! This is bad. <laughs> Matthew Lillard. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, the budget was 42 million. Box office was 68.5 million, but mm -hmm. with advertising and stuff factored in, it still lost money. And it was Steve Beck's directorial debut. After this movie, Beck would only direct one more film, the similarly themed Ghost Ship in 2002. Which... Now, this one I have heard of. Jess told us about this one, right? Yep. I think she did. You're right. Wow. I can't believe we haven't done it. A ghost vessel movie? We got to do it. But gotta I think, freaking do it. I do think that opening scene that we've heard about is probably the highlight of the whole movie. But sure. I think it would be a fun one to do nonetheless. And then we will have covered Steve Beck's entire filmography. Oh, huge. I love to check that box. Huge. That would be huge for us. That would be huge for us. Uh, Roger Ebert praised the production values, saying the production is first rate. The physical look of the picture is splendid. However, he criticized the story, lack of interesting characters, loud, loud soundtrack, and poor editing. In 2005, he included it on his list of most hated films. Oh, oh my god. No. That's, so That's such a thing where, like, when you see your friends, like, play and you don't like it at all and you have to be like, what did I like? What did I like? The design. Oh, <laughs> it looked so good. <laughs> I also, at the, it's funny to me to say, to criticize, I know what he means, but it's funny to use the term loud soundtrack because it makes it sound like we'll just turn it down. Like, was it just on too loud? <laughs> right. It's, it's, was the volume up too high? Obviously, it means, like, the music in it, I guess, is too intense. Levels. Well, levels. this next piece of trivia says, the special effects and sound mixing were so elaborate in this film that many people claimed that the movie was physically painful to sit through. <laughs> oh, no. Did you feel that way? No, I didn't feel that way. But I maybe in theaters it would have been, because, yeah, I just turned physically it down. Physically painful. <laughs> <laughs> but it it does have that saw kind of has this too that vibe of it being like kind of grungy and metal and like bleh, like it's like meant really to like fast so yeah salting your little the hairs up you know yeah yeah um two actors in this Rod Digga and Alex Alec Roberts decided never to act again after being in this movie <laughs> Brutal. and F Murray Abraham has stated he only did the film for the money <laughs> so. God. Not great feedback from the 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 cast, yeah, or the critics. Um, but I think it's I can't fun. wait to hear. I, I cannot <laughs> wait to hear what you think. I love Matthew Lillard, and so yeah, his man. presence in any movie just makes it, I think, enjoyable. I'm there. If Matthew Lillard is there, I'm there. Wow. Okay. Talk about yeah, blast from the past, Matthew Lillard. Where are you now? Where are you what now, are you doing? Matthew? Well, I was just telling Emily, his IMDb says he is in 237 things. So he has been what? working. A lot of things. And I just haven't seen 
most of these things, 230 or so of them. <laughs> like recently he's been in that many things? Well, that's like his... I'm looking him up right now. Scooby-Doo. The thing he's known for is Scooby-Doo still. Oh, that's so. right. He was in Scooby-Doo. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, you know what he's in? He's in Bosch, which is Bosch. one of those TV shows that you hear about all the time and you always see like posters of and shit. And you're like, what is this about? Who's watching this? What is Bosch? Why is it still on? There have been like eight seasons of this I show. I feel like it's a punchline in SNL a Bosch. lot where they're like, I'm just watching Cat I caught the latest episode of Bosch. <laughs> I feel like it's like a dad show, like a, a certain yeah. kind of dad exclusively. Mm-hmm. Watches Bosch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like Yellowstone. Is that what it's called? Yellowstone is a show as well. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. He's he's only in 150 things. I was I was wrong when I glanced at it earlier, but still, he's a working actor doing he's a, a working lot of things. Actor. But this was like his heyday, I'd say. This 2001 mm-hmm. 13 Ghost was after I mean, Scream. Just a couple years after Scream, baby. After SLC Punk, which was another one that he was so great in um but okay let's watch this trailer i can't wait for you guys to see (laughs) some Uh of these images okay Uh let's do it let's do it (laughs) there are ghosts around us all the time most of them they can't hurt us most of them don't even want to hurt us but there are exceptions Is it bad tonight? Oh, bad is my professional opinion. We should get the hell out of here. Now. I represent the estate of your Uncle Cyrus. We have an Uncle Cyrus? Cyrus recorded this message six weeks ago. He asked it to be played for you in the event of his death. Arthur, I've instructed my lawyer to deliver my last will and testament. A key? A key to what? A key to your new house. This house is the fruit of my life's work. Oh my God. It is a -a one-of-a-kind home. It's marvelous, isn't it? Wow! Arthur, we've got some papers to sign in the library. After that, I would love to take you and the family around the tour of the house. This place is awesome! All right, now I know I'm dreaming. Well, your uncle was quite a collector of many things. What the hell was that? This Halloween, you're wasting your time. It's all sealed up. The only thing worse than being trapped in a house with a ghost. This house is not a house. We're in the middle of the machine, powered by the dead. Is being trapped in a house with 13 ghosts. Maggie! What? We got company. Where? I can't see. How close is it? Close enough to hurt you. Go, 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 go. I rely on you not to get me killed. I guarantee you nothing. I mean, how watchable is Lillard, man? I let a star. He's the best. That read as a comedy, like through it's and funny. through. It, it's like, <laughs> it's really I, there funny. was a part that was like, I feel like 
Emily could handle this, but I don't know. But it is pretty funny. It didn't feel scary to me. Honestly, it didn't feel scary to me at all. I completely understand the loud soundtrack portion <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, it feels like they're on a set of a bad, like, Christina Aguilera music yes. video or something. Like, it's mm-hmm. like the house itself is so ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just looks like it's the whole thing. They're just like trapped in rooms and there's a scary ghost and then they die. That's like what it's about, right? But it's funny that they have to wear gl- glasses to see the ghosts, maybe. Mm-hmm. There's like special just some goggles. Handy little ghost glasses, yes. I also. Who's what's that girl from Shannon Elizabeth? Some teen show from that time. I think American Pie. She's from like, oh, yeah, there's something that I was like, oh, this girl. I mean, I've never seen American Pie, actually, but. Oh, and and Jay and Silent Bob. That's probably what I'm thinking. of. And then is that Monk? That's Monk, baby. Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Yeah, that's Monk. (laughs) (laughs) Ever heard of it? That's all I can think when I see him. I love that copy. The only thing worse than being trapped in a, a house with a ghost is being trapped in a house with 13 ghosts. It's the only thing <laughs> only worse. Thing worse. <laughs> Not 14. 14 would be better. 14, even number. You can sort of handle it. Uh, 13, yikes. Scary number. <laughs> um, did you guys watch Monk ever? Did you guys ever watch Monk? I loved Monk. I caught an episode here and there. Same, same. If it was like on, I would watch it. I feel like it was always on. I feel like there was a period of time where Monk was the only show on TV between the (laughs) hours of like noon and 6 p.m. It was like any channel. It's just Monk. Uh, (laughs) Every doctor's office, just Monk. Uh, But when I think Tony Shalhoub, I think my favorite movie, Galaxy Quest, which he is great. Oh, he's great. Tony Shalhoub. We love Tony Shalhoub. We love him. Also, what a fun name. Are you kidding me? Shalhoub. Shalhoub. Sign me up. Sign me up. <laughs> okay. Wow. What is this going to be? What is this going to be? I can't wait to tell Honestly, you. Honestly, Scooby-Doo vibes. Yeah. I was setting myself up for something really scary. I think because you used 13 ghosts in the same sentence as Saw. So that really, that really well, scared it's, it's me. it's like a game. It seemed like there's, you know, there I think p- pawns, it, like, no, no, no. pawns in a game. And the way it's stylized to the this like rapid editing and this really frantic pace of things that has since people don't really do that anymore and it was just really popular at this time i think where it's like (laughs) i'm very confused by this like car impound part of the trailer that then that matthew lillard was in but then he's also in the i mean you're gonna tell me Mm -hmm. but right right now i'm like what's this what's the connection about yeah. <laughs> what is this about all right well let's get into it i will answer all these questions and more thank you it's the bleakest time of the year so you know what that means we deserve to get cozy on the couch rewatch our favorite tiktok videos and drink a goddamn glass of wine if you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle you will love our next sponsor naked wines did you know that when you buy wine today most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging big budget marketing campaigns and tax That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. 
By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So we start in that junkyard with all the cars. That is our opening scene. Great. Getting one of my questions answered off the top. Right, right out the gate. It's nighttime. It's like this truck full of seemingly like a secret service type of it's like a crew of it's a crew but their vibe is not of a like an official government thing they have like a symbol on Mm. the door of looks kind of vaguely witchcrafty or something like that so they're like are these ghost hunters Mm. and out of this truck comes uh matthew lillard and uh f murray abraham who F. Murray Abraham is Cyrus. He seems to be in charge. He looks like a kind of typical evil rich man. He's got a cane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a little scarf Ooh. like around his neck. Like a little ascot. Yeah, a little ascot. And uh, Matthew Lillard's character's name is Dennis. He steps out of the car and immediately collapses in pain and is grabbing his head. We don't really know what's going on, but he's saying, you know, oh, like, it's it's bad. Like, it's my opinion. We should get the hell out of here. And mm. Cyrus is like, no, like, this is what we came here to do. Tell me where he is. Tell me where he is. And Dennis puts his hand in the soil or like next to him, like in the dirt next to him to feel. And he gets flashes of visions, really quick cuts of things. and pulls his hand away and he looks really scared and overwhelmed and he said you said he only killed nine people uh cyrus says he killed nine people while he was alive oh these ghosts mean business oh no and dennis says there are over 40 victims here 
And so we learn that Dennis is some sort of psychic, has visions of ghosts, and it's clear that they're hunting one specific ghost in this junkyard. They've pinpointed his location there, and Dennis is helping them find it. They spring out this, like, glass cage, seems like where they're going to lure the ghost into, has some inscriptions on the wall, uh, on the glass of it. We don't know what that means yet, but it's clear that they have a little plan to catch this ghost. And as they're about to enact it, these two people run up like, stop, you can't do this. Seemingly some ghost rights activists is their vibe. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yes. (laughs) And they're like, these are human beings that you're hunting. They're not animals. Didn't this guy kill 40 people? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dennis rolls his eyes is like they're <laughs> dead human beings, like don't be ridiculous. And there's some mention Better better argument is that this this ghost has killed 40 yeah, people. Yeah, let's not worry about that. Um <laughs> but there's a, it's a woman and a man these these ghosts ghost right activists and <laughs> and the woman or the man says something to Cyrus like you'll never pull it off not without a 13th ghost. And Dennis says, what's he talking about, 13th ghost? You hired me for 12 ghosts. This is the 12th ghost. After this, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm not helping you with any more. Like, this is my contract is up. Cyrus kind of waves it away. Um, Yeah, whatever. Let's just get this done. And waves away the ghost right activists as well and is like, we're doing this. We're here. We're doing it. Release the bait. And a truck comes out spraying blood and severed limbs everywhere. <laughs> like, this is the what? bait for the ghost, which is also like, is this ghost stupid? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Where did these limbs come from? I don't know. I don't know. Previous uh, expeditions that sure. have gone, gone awry, perhaps. Um, but so then it, the bait works and we see men being killed left and right by an invisible force that we don't see. But then they, some of them put on these glasses that are, that then allow them to see the ghosts. Oh, wait, is it people from the like ghost hunting place that are being killed? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. It, the, they're pretty much everybody is being killed it's a real bloodbath and Mm. there's one man that is like climbing up a side of a little wall of crushed cars to try to get away and from the inside of a trunk of a car something pulls him in and breaks him in half like backwards and he gets sucked in yikes Uh, yeah it's nasty and but eventually they're able to lure the ghost into this cage and they get him in there with another guy, one of the other ghost hunters pulled in there. And this ghost, we get a look at it. It's huge. It's a guy, a man, a big, huge, tall man, scary man. And <laughs> big, huge, tall man. <laughs> and he is bashing this other man to death in there. And Dennis is taking the glasses off and putting them on and it's it goes back and forth a lot between someone reacting to something invisible to being able to see it like in the invisible man kind of like mm-hmm. a lot of it is mm-hmm. just like people being flung around by an invisible person 
And so they get it in the cage and then they're able to kind of assess the damage, what's gone on. And seemingly the, the only survivors are Kalina is the, the female ghost rights activist and Dennis. And it's, we see Cyrus has been killed. His throat has been slit by like a piece of metal is sticking out of his throat. Um, basically, everybody dies. Wow. Uh, and then we get the title card and go into a new scene that's all brightly, warmly lit of Tony Shalhoub and his family. Uh, his name is Arthur, and he has a daughter, teenage daughter, Shannon Elizabeth. Her name is Kathy, and a younger daughter, a younger son named Bobby, who's probably eight. <laughs> okay. No, he's probably older. I don't know. <laughs> but he's young. And mm -hmm. then his wife. And then the camera spins, well, like slowly turns and moves across the, across the house. And we hear sound design of a fire alarm and screaming and crying and like in a hospital, like she's not going to make it. And through this long camera panning, uh, it like shows the house changing. And through the sequence, we learn that the the mother has died. Uh, Arthur's wife has died in a fire. Uh, and it reminded me of the shot in New Moon, where the camera is just rotating around Kristen Stewart well, as the seasons depressed. are passing. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> There's yeah. a possibility. Great, great scene. Um, it is a great scene. So then we see present day, this family's not doing great. It seems like they're a little overwhelmed and feeling the loss of their mother and, and wife. And they, ha they have hired a nanny named Maggie to help take care of um, Bobby and Kathy. But the place is messy. It's in disarray. Arthur's in over his head struggling to um keep everything in order he's tripping over bobby's toys and he's got a short temper he's clearly really overwhelmed by um raising the family raising his kids alone now and mm. there's a knock at the door and a it's a lawyer and the kids are like are they gonna make us leave the house the kids say something in here where they're like well if we only had just if we had more money we would have more space so we could get a nicer place and arthur's like well we don't have more money <laughs> it's just very funny to be like well dad if you just had more money things would be good get your shit together dad <laughs> yeah this is also i believe only six months after losing his wife so it's like yeah it, it, we're not gonna be bouncing back quite that quickly kids that's not how it works also the kids are like old enough yeah. to like be okay too right yeah <laughs> you know what i mean it's not like he has like a two-year-old and a four-year-old like that right. shit's crazy right. these kids like you gotta learn how to pick up after yourself yeah <laughs> kathy looks like basically an adult mm -hmm. yeah uh, but this lawyer arrives. His name is Ben Moss. He's got a weird vibe right out the gate. And he's like, uh, your uncle Cyrus uh, left you something. I, he left you a video message that I'm supposed to play for you in the, in the event of his death and puts on this uh, weird little film <laughs> of Cyrus 
and the kids are like, Uncle Cyrus, who's we didn't know we had Uncle Cyrus. And they're like, yeah, he he blew the family fortune. And all the kids are like, our family fortune. We did, we have a family fortune. And he says, no, like Uncle Cyrus blew it all. But so we see this video of Uncle Cyrus talking to camera and he says, you know, one of my greatest regrets is that we didn't get to spend more time together. And so to make it up to you, I'm leaving you my house uh, in my will. And here's the key for it. The lawyer hands Arthur a key. And it's like, I hope I know this doesn't make up for it for the, you know, us not having a relationship, but hopefully it can bring you some happiness and and make you make your life easier or whatever. And so they're like, hell yeah, free house. Let's go check it out. So they all drive. And the lawyer has a sinister vibe about him. And so does the video of Cyrus. He's like, mm-hmm, like <laughs> it all seems very creepy and weird. And they just kind of accept it at face value as just a cool, nice thing that's happened to them. Uh, so we get to the house and it is real crazy looking. It's an entirely glass house with little metal panels and writing inscribed on the glass in latin and looks yeah just like very strange it's really i think it is good production design i think ebert roger ebert was right about that (laughs) (laughs) and as they arrive at the house and they're all like whoa it's so cool it's just like not like a house that anybody would live in you know like Mm -hmm. this is a like a museum it's Mm -hmm. a crazy place and as they arrive at the house, Dennis is outside in an electrician uniform being like, oh, like the power's out on the block. And I think it's this house that's made the shortage happen. So I need to get inside to s- see the breakers. The lawyer is suspicious and doesn't want to let him in. But eventually, eventually he does. Dennis is quite persistent. And eventually they all go in. Can't say no to Lillard. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. and they all go in and inside it is equally weird and there's <laughs> artifacts everywhere again <gasps> latin inscribed on every door and window i mean everything's glass so latin everywhere and the lawyer explains it like your your uncle was a collector of many things and they all just think this is really cool and as soon as they go inside, we see Dennis kind of grab his head again, like he's having a vision. And he shakes his head, is like, What did you do, Cyrus? What did you do? Asks to be directed to the basement where the breakers are and goes downstairs in the basement and again, like collapses in pain. Like it seems like it's getting worse, these visions. He's getting closer to ghosts is what it what it seems like. And he eventually pulls out his ghost glasses and looks at one of the rooms in the basement. There's like a bunch of different compartments in this basement, little individual rooms mm-hmm. and looks in one room and a man who is like <laughs> shredded, <laughs> a fully oh, shredded no. man in the real sense of shredded, not like Cabin in the Woods man not shredded. Not hot. Not hot. <laughs> Literally shredded up with a baseball bat, charges at Matthew, at Dennis, and like swings the bat, but he is behind 
a glass pane that's inscribed with the Latin. And so he can't get to Dennis, but it scares Dennis. Dennis is like, oh, fuck, looks around. We see that there is a ghost in each one of these compartments. Twelve? We don't we don't know yet, mm. but yeah, probably. And so we see a bunch of the ghosts, little little glimpses of their really fast glimpses at first. We see one room that you can't even really see in it because it's just covered in blood. And you see like the top of a woman's head. Uh, we see someone with nails sticking out, like big nails sticking out of his face. And oh. someone that's that's head is in a metal cage, like just the head part. <laughs> but then the bars in front of his face are pressed open so he can still it's very actually very funny <laughs> just like a little metal box on his head a little cage on his head but the cage is open and in the face part <laughs> um and dennis runs upstairs screaming he's freaked out while this is happening kathy maggie and bobby have gone off to explore the house a bit and the lawyer and arthur are sitting and going over paperwork and stuff. Arthur's like, I, I would never be able to afford the mortgage on this house. Like, And Arthur, uh, the lawyer is saying, like, no, it's all taken care of. You don't have to worry about any of that. So they're in the room together. And in busts Dennis screaming, like, we got it. Everybody got to get out of here. And they're like, well, what's going on with the electricity? Like, what's happening? He's like, I'm not an electrician. Uh, I used to hunt ghosts with your uncle. <laughs> And it's like this really silent moment. And then Tony Shalhoub goes, goats? <laughs> and Dennis is like, ghosts, ghosts. And of course, they're you know not, not taking him seriously. The lawyer, you can see, might know what he's talking about, but is trying to convince Arthur otherwise, saying, this guy's crazy. I think he owed or my your uncle owed him money that's what this is about and dennis is saying no 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 i swear you guys need to get out of the house and then has a big vision and collapses to the ground and arthur gets up to help him and says are you okay and puts his hands on him and at that moment dennis gets a flash of how Arthur's wife died. He sees the fire and he sees the whole thing and he says like don't like get your hand off of me don't don't touch me. Mm. And at this moment the lawyer goes down into the basement. He is wearing the glasses and he walks down this row of all the little cells, compartments whatever and he's being rude to all of the ghosts. He sees them and he's like ha <laughs> ha <laughs> One of them is like, uh, or he says to the baseball, the shredded baseball bat guy, like, rough day. And <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and then there's a little boy that has an arrow through his head. And he says, what are you staring at? And just like stops at each one of these things. There's a, a naked woman who also is like covered in cuts. And he says, nice tits. <laughs> What? So he's just going so far. <laughs> he is just being real rude to all these That's ghosts. Really rude. So casual, casual about the supernatural. This ghost, this lawyer. Yeah, he knows what's going on. He's he's been wise to what's up and been lying about it. But he walks to this kind of back room in the basement and grabs a big suitcase of money. And as he lifts it, it's 
we see that it was holding down a lever <gasps> that is now released. He doesn't notice. And he's counting his money and he's like, not so bad for a day's work. Oh, he's about <laughs> to get killed by those ghosts he taunted. And we see that these levers being lifted set the whole house into motion. And so the room, like doors start opening, other doors start closing. It's really cool. It's like a little puzzle box house and just kind of keeps moving throughout the whole course of the film. But he's um, doesn't like notice this happening and he's just counting his money and he walks out into that hallway and wouldn't you know it, that lady, the woman, naked woman, is now out in the hallway facing him. And he goes, Ooh, baby. He goes, Oh, uh, uh, about earlier. I, I didn't mean it. And she's got a big knife in her hand. She's covered in blood. And she's just walking towards him silently. And he's stepping backwards, stepping backwards, stepping backwards. And then a sliding door slides closed on him cutting him in half oh vertically <gasps> hot dog style holy shit <laughs> like perfectly in half through his whole body his tie falls off his glasses fall he's just like frozen for a moment and then the front half of his body slides down the glass and the back half of his body is still up so you see his like it's like a cross section you see his like brain and his insides <laughs> It's nasty. I had forgotten oh, about that part, and it, it got me. I was, I was, uh, I was surprised. So now do we have thirteen ghosts? How does this work? How does I guess? I guess Matthew Lillard has to catch the ghost first before there's like a thirteenth ghost. Um. Yeah, we'll get there. There is some loose explanation to it. I don't know that it's airtight. <laughs> okay. 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 Um. But so Arthur and Dennis are now because the house is moving. Arthur is like, okay, something's going on, and Dennis is like, I'm telling you, like, we need to get out of here. And Arthur, you know, might not believe him about the ghosts, but is at least freaked out that the whole house is moving now, and is like, where are my kids? I do want to get out of the house because I don't know what's happening. So they go looking for the kids. Um, Kathy is upstairs in what she has basically claimed as her room. There's like a little a bedroom with a, a, a nice bathroom and she's in the bathroom smiling so big, brushing her hair in the mirror, just like staring at her reflection, like so happy with her big, new, beautiful house, even though I feel like it's moving and she should know that too, but <laughs> she doesn't seem to be bothered by it. And she's just like thrilled that she lives in this huge house now. And there's a pair of glasses next to her on, a, on, a, on the whatever sink in the bathroom and the camera like moves through them. So now we get to see that we're seeing through the glasses as well and we see that this whole bathroom is covered in blood and Kathy's just brushing her hair looking so happy she can't see any of this because she's not wearing the glasses and next to her the naked woman appears oh no stares at her own reflection in the mirror starts kind of touching her own hair <laughs> bitch just loved to look in the mirror that's right and <laughs> she the ghost gets in the bath, which is filled with blood. Ew. And we think maybe this is where she died. We get an overhead view, mm. and on the floor it says, I'm sorry. 
I don't know. Oh, she killed herself? Is it where she died? Because that doesn't really make sense. Mm. I don't know. I hadn't really thought about that. But it looks like a crime scene where she could have died. Maybe it's a recreation. Mm -hmm. Maybe it actually happened in another house. And for some reason, we're seeing it here. Anyways, uh, Kathy walks over to the bathtub, starts drawing a bath, and the naked ghost in the bath is just kind of staring at her looking mad like i'm in here <laughs> get out wait your turn this is my bathroom um, wait Rude. your turn bitch <laughs> and then kathy is taking little cups of water into her hand and splashing them on her face and then the water turns to blood and she's filling up her hands with blood water she can't see it that way it looks like regular water to her it keeps going back and forth between what she sees and what uh the ghost realm reality is and right as she's about we see that the lady ghost is getting mad getting her knife out again like this bitch is ruining my bath time (laughs) (laughs) and she's as she's about to stab her and as kathy's about to splash blood water on her face arthur finds her and like knocks on the door and is like kathy we got to get out of here time for us to go so kathy gets up and walks away um and he says where's bobby um is is he with maggie maggie walks in at that moment saying he was with me but we were playing he got away i don't know where he went Uh we see bobby alone uh riding a little scooter around the house and having a having a grand old time and he gets to the top of the stairs that lead to the basement and there are some voices saying, Poppy, come down into the basement. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. And he is wearing a pair of glasses. He found a pair of glasses in a room somewhere and just thought they seemed like cool glasses. So he's wearing them. Sure. And he sees someone down in the basement, like cross, cross the hall quickly so he can't tell who it was. But he's like going, Maggie, is that you? And starts walking down there. And we hear another voice, similar ghosty voice saying like, no, Bobby, like, stay upstairs. Don't come down here, Bobby. But he keeps going. Do the glasses make you able to hear them, too? I guess so. I don't know. Okay. But Arthur, Maggie, and Kathy are together, and they're trying to find an exit. Um, Dennis is sitting in a chair in the room that they're in, looking really defeated, and he's like, don't bother. Like, it's sealed. Like, we're not fucking getting out of here. This is, like, the whole point of the house, and... What's happening is we're supposed to be trapped in here Mm. and they're like not totally willing to accept this yet. And they're like, okay, well, either way, we have to go find Bobby and help us find Bobby. And as they're walking out, Maggie says, what happened to the lawyer? Did the lawyer split? (laughs) Which I thought was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Little does she know. (laughs) And Dennis explains a bit here that uh, the writing on the glass walls are containment spells, and ghosts can't pass them. So they're all kind of laughing at this, like, ghost rules, and he says the spiritual realm does have rules, and it's that's just the way it is. So as long as we're behind a closed glass door, a ghost wouldn't be able to get us on the other side. He says, and all the ghosts are in the basement. Like, I saw them. I was down there earlier. They're all in the basement. And... 
Arthur realizes that's where Bobby is and he heads, he starts walking down. Did they believe him that there are ghosts or are they just like, okay, man, whatever. Not yet. Okay. None of them have seen them except right. for him. Right. So I think they, I mean, they know something is wrong, but I think they're still rolling their eyes a bit at the ghost thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Arthur starts heading down at the basement. Dennis says, did I say there was a petting zoo down there, man? No, I said there were ghosts down there. <laughs> He's a little uh, Bill <laughs> nice, Paxton nice. in, in Aliens, uh -huh. too. I feel like it's that kind nice. of vibe. But he's like, well, I think my son's down here, so I'm going down here. Sorry. And then we cut back to Bobby, who is looking around in the in the hallways, hearing noises peeking around corners and he sees a ghost and we don't get a good look at it. It looks like a woman that has her neck broken and he runs. And as he's running, he sees just a torso like moving around that's Ugh. wrapped in saran wrap with a head with a head next to it in a plastic bag. And that's kind of moving towards him. And then he runs again and runs into a, a wall and it knocks him over and then he sees his mom and she has a little IV bag with her <gasps> like she's in a hospital gown with burn marks on her face oh my oh, god sad. that's sad and she says go upstairs Bobby go upstairs oh and then he sees Cyrus and this is our first look at Cyrus, but he, I mean, Bobby doesn't know who Cyrus is, but Cyrus just looks like a creepy rich man with a slit throat now. And mm -hmm. so Bobby just gets up and starts, I think, running to try to find how to get back upstairs. And so then the basement is really big also, like there's a lot of corridors and it's always shifting. And so we don't like it's hard to gauge like how far you are from anything, like where anybody else is. They're also all soundproof glass things so that you can't like hear someone screaming somewhere somewhere else. Oof. OK, so then Maggie, Dennis and Kathy go downstairs into the basement in search of Bobby and and Arthur and uh split up into groups into groups of two because they're like they're it's big down here so Arthur goes with Kathy and Dennis goes with Maggie and as they get down there Dennis sees like oh fuck the doors are open why are these doors open oh this is not good and they're kind of asking him like what do you mean about like these ghosts like this is stupid and he's like you know most ghosts are harmless sure like but these ghosts are ghosts that died or like people that died violent deaths and when you die a violent death you stay in a torture realm like you stay violent that sucks yeah i hope that's not Isn't true that what, sort of the logic of um was it the grudge yes and i think well, we've heard that what that was like ideology an, before about if you yeah die in a bad way or something, something like, like that. that yeah i like when like logic about things like this carries over from different, yeah. different films or whatever it's like okay cool that's just a rule we just decided is exists <laughs> yeah i, I mean mm -hmm. i buy it violent ghosts from violent deaths tracks tracks totally um but so dennis and maggie are walking down the hall together dennis is wearing the glasses maggie isn't and 
he's like, I wear the glasses. Like I can prove you prove to you that they're down here. You'll see one eventually. She puts them on. She can't see. She's like, I don't see anything. He's like, give, give back to me. Let me see. Let me see. Puts one on and looks in a room and a ghost jumps out at him. And it's the it's called the 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 hammer. It's He's just called the hammer. And he has nails all in him. And he's got a big hammer. And Dennis says, I hate when they do that. They wait till your face is all up close to the glass. And then they jump out at you. <laughs> <laughs> and he then gives... Maggie the glasses and because the hammer is behind glass like it's they're, they're not in immediate danger she's able to just look at the ghost and is like oh fuck okay well yeah <laughs> that's I guess it that is real that is what's happening and they Dennis turns and sees one door that is open has a particular sign above it symbol and he says oh fuck the jackal is out and if the jackal is out, screw Bobby, we need to get out of here. Like, let's find our way out. And as they turn to leave, uh, Dennis gets another vision and we see it is a vision of Dennis being killed by the ghosts. He sees himself being killed. Yes. Yikes. Which is not good. So he can see into the future, too. I guess so, but not too distant future. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> but he looks scared by this, and they're trying to find uh, their way out, and we see Kathy and Arthur are in a different part of the basement, and down at the end of the hallway, we see the jackal, who is the one with the little cage on his head, mm. and... He charges at Kathy, and I think she has glasses on. Someone, One of them does, and one of them doesn't. And so this whole scene keeps, again, cutting back and forth between invisible action and uh, the jackal actually being there. And he just, like, t uses his fingernails and is, like, scratching her all over, like, Ew. slicing her face. Ew. He slices her Gross. clothes off. There's one shot that's, like, very Gross. this, like this time period only of like her shirt by her bra being ripped off and it's like okay we don't need uh. that shot <laughs> but she gets fucked up and she gets like lifted up into the air arthur sees this all and goes to save her or goes to try to save her but he i think he's the one that like can't see what's happening so he's like i don't know what the fuck to do uh. and at this moment someone throws a flare in and we turn and see that it is kalina the ghost's right activist woman showing up at this time oh, and apparently she alive? she's alive okay and she's got the glasses on and she throws this flare and it scares the jackal off which is just also very funny like i guess flares spook them <laughs> and and they're able to pull kathy away and they like get up out of the basement and to to safety at least like a, a little brief moment of safety and uh, at this point, Dennis and Maggie are are also trying to run, and uh, they see the little boy ghost. They see the slashed woman again. They're like running, seeing all these ghosts. They're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And then the four of them, or the five of them, meet up, and they like get to the same, same area, and Dennis is- But not Bobby. Not Bobby. Bobby's Bobby still is missing. still missing. Yeah. Okay. 
But Dennis says to Kalina, like, how the fuck, why are you here? How did you get in? And she says, I got in through an opening when the house was moving, but don't get your hopes up. It's not going to happen again. And it's like, okay, well, that's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> and she's saying, oh, she says to Arthur, she's kind of saying it under her breath, like, I can't believe Cyrus actually built this. And she's got little spell books with her and all these little things like she's kind of knows what's going on. And she says, we're in the middle of a machine built by the devil and powered by the dead. And I came here to set these souls free. And so if you want me to help you find your son, you have to help me first. Okay. So just like let them loose on the general public. Bad though. Are you going to keep them from murdering people? That's my biggest question about this is especially because we got that line in the beginning that they are still able to like kill people out in the wild like this guy just attacked her and scratched her yeah so but i feel like i I, like i could maybe buy it if it was like they're only acting this way because they're imprisoned and they're trying to get free right but there's the opening scene where they are out in the world and it said that he killed 40 people after he had died so yeah. yeah it doesn't make sense but we're still supposed to we're on the, we're on the side of the ghost rights activist though we're like a fan of I hers guess, but i am question <laughs> i'm questioning it for sure just like that seems like a yeah. weird plan i'd be All a little right. more concerned mm-hmm. about the alive human boy mm-hmm. um and arthur turns to kathy to be like what do you think and kathy is gone i don't know where she went they're like oh fuck where the hell did she go she's like all wounded where the <sighs> heck did she go Oh, fuck, I should have been paying attention to my daughter, who got just attacked by a ghost. Kalina says at this point, we have to get to the library. The library has protective spells all around it. If we can get in there, like, we'll be safe. And so they all get in there, and Kalina says something to Dennis of, like, did you not tell him he deserves to know about Arthur? And... And Arthur's like, what? What do I deserve to know? And Kalina says to him, six months ago at this hospital was like one of the ghosts that we caught. And Arthur puts it together and is like, are you telling me my wife is in here? My wife is one of the captured ghosts. And Kalina's like, yes, that's... Yeah. And Dennis did it. Dennis was the one that caught him. And Dennis is like, I didn't know who she was. Like, Cyrus picked all the picked all the people. Like, I never was in charge of any of that. That so wasn't my job. Did they kill her? and then get no. her or they got her after she had died yes i see okay okay but weird that they only picked super violent ghosts and then this it's mom. about dying violently i think and so she died violently but by, by, because oh, she was okay. burned. yeah but just because you die violently doesn't mean you're gonna like try to murder oh i guess the bath lady wasn't trying to like murder you necessarily she looked capable of it <laughs> okay okay more so that more so than arthur's wife anyways but we get some exposition here now from Kalina where she pulls out her little spell book and she says, you can still save her soul. What's happening here is that they needed 12 earthbound spirits. They represent the Black Zodiac. We have one, the firstborn son, two, the torso, three, the bound woman, four, the withered lover. That's Arthur's wife. Oh, Five, the torn prince, that's the baseball guy. Six, the angry princess, that's the naked lady. Seven, the pilgrims, there's been a little glimpse of like a pilgrim lady in like uh, the gallows. (laughs) Uh, 
eight and nine are the great child and mother. And we've seen a glimpse of them as well. They're nasty. It's like an adult man dressed as a baby with like vomit all over his bib and like an old woman like tending to him. Ew, I don't like that. It's really gross. And 10 is the hammer. He's the one with all the nails in him. 11 is the jackal. 12 is the juggernaut, which is the one that they captured in the beginning, the really big guy. Mm. And Kalina says the machine requires the energy of these specific spirits. And once you have them all, it like powers the center and can open or turn on the ocularis. And Arthur goes, ocularis looks in his, in his like, searching his memory and he's like if my latin if i remember (laughs) it means uh the eye of hell and she says yeah that's right so if they if this all goes through it will open the eye to hell and dennis says well wait a second you said something about the 13th ghost and like what does that mean the 13th ghost and kalina says the 13th ghost is fail safe it is a willing human sacrifice that must Did Cyrus kill himself in that juggernaut battle? Um, possibly, but it says like it must be a sacrifice of love, of like pure good love. Um, and so she says, Arthur, you're the third, you're the thirteenth oh, ghost, okay. and you'll have to sacrifice yourself to save your kids, and that will be what like sets this all in motion. But you can stop it. I don't know. It's pretty convoluted. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of rules to remember. Wait, so they need thirteen ghosts in order to open the gate of hell, the hell gate. But then, if that thirteenth ghost is a sacrifice of love, then it won't work. Uh, let's go with that. I don't actually okay. know. <laughs> okay, I'm into right. retelling it, realizing it. I don't understand. Maybe 12 ghosts can open the gate to hell. If a 13th person sacrifices himself out of love, it won't open the gate to I hell. I think that's right. I think that's that how is you right. keep the gate. Also, it's really funny. Like, we'll just keep going because the logic of this doesn't really matter. But I'm I'm having a hard time finding a through line between the types of ghosts that we <laughs> A pilgrim, a torso, a hammer, like all the classic, all the classic uh, stereotypes of ghosts. The adult baby. That their uh, production design team was just like designed these ghosts and then retroactively. Well, let's see. We can make a torso. That's for sure. We can make. uh... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Pilgrims. That's the logical next step. I've got this hedged, head-sized cage. Can that be one of them? I've <laughs> been trying to work this into a project I made somewhere. this a while ago. I would love to put it to use. <laughs> uh, and so Dennis at this moment says, okay, Arthur, let's go find your kids while there's still time. Like, this doesn't make sense. We just need to get out of here. No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> and so they they decide to go down into the basement one last time to try to find Bobby and Kathy, and they bring with them a, a like a loose pane of glass that has the same inscriptions on it as like a shield that they can hide behind. Not a bad plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So they go down into the basement, just the two of them, and then Maggie and Kalina are alone in the library. There's this big machine thing that's like spinning rings like really big like 20 like a bunch of like across. gears yes yes like a gear like spinning thing and i don't know this is apparently the control room or something sure. i don't really know 
and Maggie turns, Maggie's wearing glasses and she sees Cyrus and like tries to get Kalina's attention and is like, oh fuck, oh fuck, I haven't seen this guy before. Like there's one in here. Kalina turns, it grabs a book and knocks Maggie unconscious and takes off her glasses and we see Cyrus remains. So he is not a ghost. Oh, what? He seemingly faked his death and is his accomplice is Kalina. Okay, that honestly makes more sense in certain ways. I guess so. Sure. In certain ways. <laughs> in certain ways, this is the correct choice. Mm-hmm. And he's really mean to Kalina right out of the gate, yelling at her like, where's the spells like you idiot? She's like, I did everything you asked me to. I killed my, my partner, the other ghost, the ghost activist guy, and I lured them all here and whatever and... Uh, yeah, she, like, quickly turns into, like, kind of groveling to him, and he's just really mean to her. And then we go, uh, back downstairs and, uh, or back into the basement, and Dennis and Arthur are walking down the hall with their little glass shield. Dennis, I think, has one more vision of himself being killed and sees that it is the juggernaut that kills him. And looks down the hall and sees the hammer coming, the hammer guy. And in an act of self-sacrifice or also maybe thinking like, oh, it's hammer guy, so I'm safe, um, says Mm. to uh, Arthur, only one of us can fit behind this pane of glass and kind of squeezes him into the corner so that the glass can protect him and decides to fight the hammer ghost uh and hammer ghost is winning and uses hammer smashes dennis's hand dennis screams in pain and then the house starts moving again more doors are opening and we see finally the 12th ghost is the juggernaut and his is the last door to open and he steps into the hall dennis is obviously very upset realizing like oh this is it and sure enough the juggernaut comes up and grabs dennis and lifts him into the air and presses his body against the corner of a room like basically breaking him in half internally okay yeah so dennis dies oh so that's how matthew lillard dies bye bye uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Wait, did we already go over this? So does that mean that Arthur is still trying to kill himself or not trying to kill himself? Because we know that this ghost lady is not who she says she is. I think they're, they were trying to yeah find like another way to do it. I think he was kind of similarly to us, just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Like, let me try to just get him and get out first. First. Yeah, maybe I won't just kill myself. (laughs) Like, let me try something else first. Um, Like, okay, I hear you, but do another thing. Let's have that be the the last (laughs) choice. I'll try something else. (laughs) That could be a backup for sure. It'll be a backup plan. (laughs) But so now down in the basement, we see Arthur crying, mourning Dennis's death that he has Mm. just witnessed. And as he's crying. Sort of a sacrifice out of love. 
I th- mm. you know, that's an argument that one could make. And again, one that mm-hmm. is not explored in this film. Okay, cool. <laughs> and as he's crying, we see through the glass his wife approaching him looking sad and she puts her hand up on the glass. He puts his hand up on the glass, says, I miss you. I'm nothing without you. And Mm -hmm. we see back in the library, Kalina and uh, Cyrus putting the last part of this plan into motion. And they're now playing some sort of Latin over speakers in the whole house. And as this Latin plays, the ghosts are drawn into the center of the house where this final ritual, I guess, must take place. So as uh, his Arthur's wife has her hand on the glass, she vanishes like she has been Aww. called up into this main room. And we see Kalina saying to Cyrus, Arthur, you know, he's open to the sacrifice thing. He's open to it, but he won't do it unless he believes his kids are actually in danger. And... Cyrus says, okay, so put them in danger. And Kalina looks like horrified by this, which is really crazy because this seems very much like this guy's vibe. And I just don't think it's out of character for him to suggest suggest this. But she seems really taken aback. So there's a little goodness left in Kalina. Okay. Uh, but then as they're walking to from the library to this like main center room, Cyrus presses some sort of lever that makes the walls of the room that they're in start closing. And Kalina is on the other side of the room and starts like trying to get out of the room and is yelling after him, Cyrus, Cyrus. And he says, I told you this project would take sacrifices. And she gets smushed between two panels of glass and her eyes pop out of her head. Oh, <laughs> it looks pretty cheesy. And it cuts before anything gets too crazy because apparently they had it the whole death and it it would have given it an NC-17 rating. So they like cut it out just before. But, so you just see her eyes start to like bulge out of her head and like, blood coming out of all of her orifices. <laughs> mm, lovely. But this is, you know, why you don't date the guy that's trying to open the gate to hell yeah wait kalina and cyrus were dating sorry i missed that part oh yeah sorry they were like romantically involved sorry when she seemed like it when she knocks out um maggie like they immediately kiss and then he starts being an (laughs) asshole to her okay (laughs) okay but yeah having this plan a little bit of a red flag for dating a little bit for future Mm -hmm. reference uh, mm-hmm. We see the main room where this final ritual will happen. All those like spinning gear things. They're like, it's like a spherical thing with a bunch of different spinny parts. And in the center are Kathy and Bobby. Mm. And all the ghosts are now surrounding them, chanting in Latin, whatever. Uh, and Arthur runs up and sees this, and he sees Cyrus. And. He's looking back and forth between Cyrus and the room, and he literally counts all 12 ghosts. He's like, one, two, again, we go through all of them. This was in the trailer, too, of just, like, counting to 12 each time, and it's like, okay. It takes a long time to count to 12. It takes a long time, and but he counts them all, and then he turns to Cyrus and says, if I'm the 13th ghost, who are you? Takes off his glasses, sees that Cyrus is not dead, 
charges at him, starts trying to beat him up, but Cyrus quickly gets the upper hand. He's got a little knife and he holds it to Arthur's throat and he's like, you're so pathetic. Like, you need to be the sacrifice. Um, and as this is happening, we see Maggie has stayed in the control room. She's regained consciousness, I guess. And she just starts pulling levers, pressing buttons, making things go haywire. And so, I don't know, a little smoke is coming out of things. Things are, the ghosts are able to, um, I think it turns off the Latin chanting thing. And so the ghosts are able to, like, breaks the spell on them and they're able to just walk out. And they walk straight to Cyrus and they all, there's like, you know, that shot where it's like looking up and all of the heads are in a circle around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. they're all just yeah. like looking yeah. down on him being like, all right, we got you now, motherfucker. <laughs> and they grab him and they toss him into the spinning thing and just chops him into a million little pieces because of how like fast it's spinning. It's just like a big metal spinning gears. Chops him all up. And uh, Arthur puts the glasses back on and sees Dennis now as the Aww. last little motivational thing. Dennis says, you can still do this. You can finish this. You have the power within you. little cryptic oh, message Dennis. that I, I don't understand. Because, again, this plan is a little... And the power for what? <laughs> knowledge of Latin? What is it? But to do what? I don't know. But <laughs> what's my goal here? And he says, and Arthur's looking at this spinning thing. And every 15 seconds or so, the ring, the spinning rings line up in a way that they're flat. And so uh, it would be like safe for one second. And so he takes a leap of faith and he oh my runs in and is able to land perfectly in the middle with his Shaloub. children. Shaloub. He did it. He embraces them, protects them as the whole house basically explodes just from all these levers being pushed. Maggie's sure. just doing something crazy and the house just explodes. And Like around them, but not around them. It doesn't hurt them. They, they do, it's like, yeah, They're like safe. all the glass shatters uh they're safe okay um but then they they after it all settles down they're like dust settles they see uh the mom arthur's wife there looking like she did when she was alive like something has been restored i guess like maybe she's not trapped in this torture mm. realm anymore and she says okay i love you and then she disappears. So they just have a nice moment. And then mm. we see outside of the house, all the ghosts, like, just released into the wild. They're all free, which is, you know, musically treated like a happy ending. Like, this is nice music of life. But they don't, they don't disappear and become good like she did. They just, like, walk away. They just walk away. No, and they walk away crazy. Like, the jackal is still, like, running and crazy. Good! <laughs> <laughs> Off to murder other people. And then it ends with Maggie saying, this is crazy. None of this was in my job description. I quit. End of the movie. Wait, this movie? 
This movie was a delight. Honestly, I was smiling ear to ear the entire time. It's pretty fun. I think this would be a really fun one to like watch with the group. It's it's Dude, so silly. I love just boldly being like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, let's just make a whole movie and like, no, don't explain it. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, just make, yeah, and then it ends. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Yeah, yes, we made a movie. And it is based. I mean, there. No, I guess it's not based on a book, but there was another movie in the 60s that I, or in 1960. I'm very curious that to I'd be know curious more to about see. that one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. Matthew Lillard makes everything good. And Tony Shalhoub, too. I mean, I feel like they're pretty Tony great Shalhoub. in it. And so I think 17% What's is not harsh. to love? That's harsh. 17%. <laughs> I will admit that it doesn't make sense. Sure. Yeah, I just can't get behind the the being wanting to release them into the wild. Well, especially because then we yeah, established really that funny. she is bad. Like, was she even actually a ghost rights actor? You know, like, what? we don't know. She, I don't think she was. I think it was all an act pre-planned by her and Cyrus. Because um, she says, like, I did what you, I did everything you asked. Right. Okay, well, all right. I loved it. I loved it. I honestly it. loved it. I <laughs> loved it. And the thing is, I don't have like anything to say about it. I, I also don't. I also don't. I, I do think it's worth a watch if you're uh, even just moderately brave because I do think the production design is good. Matthew Lillard is great. See if you can figure out the plot better than yeah. We would did. love to know. Drop us a note if it all makes sense to you. Yeah, it's just a fun. It's a, it's a exactly ninety minutes. Love a ninety minute movie. Amazing. That's great. We love that. It's on Netflix, so it's free. If you have Netflix, <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I guess it's not free for everybody. But you know what I mean. Yeah. You don't have to rent it. No, it's just right there. Netflix is increasing their prices, though. Henley, did you? Can you talk to them about Henley, that? Henley, can you? Do you have something to do with that? <laughs> is that? Is that you? Did you do that? Yeah. What, what do you have to say for yourself? Could you speak to it, Henley, please? <laughs> listen um yeah i i don't know i didn't know that that thing about working at netflix you don't get a free you don't get a free subscription you don't because no because um they want you to like still be customers of the service so be like paying for it to like Would be you, able to are you like to allowed it. to not have netflix if you work at netflix oh yeah i mean freedom and responsibility baby that's part of our culture you could definitely not have netflix i don't know how you like i bet a lot of people probably don't <laughs> i don't know i bet they all do i don't know i guess you don't have to have netflix to do certain jobs at netflix um but yeah probably not I didn't know they were raising their prices. That's too bad. People don't seem happy about it. But as long as they keep adding more content like 13 Ghosts, I'll pay any price. Sure. 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 No, sure, people sure, tend sure, to not sure, be sure. happy when you raise the price for something that they, you know, already have. The thing that's kind of like bothering me about it is it feels like they're constantly raising their prices. It feels like it's too often that they're raising their prices. Yeah. And they claim that all if you work at Netflix, the reason that you pay for it is because then you can have like, you know, an active voice as a subscriber. But the thing is, is I'm sure a bunch of employees are like, what the fuck? Stop raising your prices. And they're like, eh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> we're going to do it anyway. We don't care. Um, 
the stock also plummeted for Netflix. Really? I don't know whether you guys noticed that or not. Whoa. Yeah, I keep yeah, an eye on the stock. Poor. Well, I do know that crypto <laughs> has been suffering, so and it's somewhat tied mm-hmm. to the stock market. Actually, I mm-hmm. don't even I don't even know that confidently, but that's how it exists. It in sounded my brain. right. Yeah. You know, my mom actually sent me an article about that, and I have meant to ask her why she sent me that article. <laughs> no idea <laughs> why she would care, but uh, um, all right, guys. Were there any? I guess a Matthew Lillard impression is overdue. Give us Lillard, baby. Give us Lillard. Uh, from all of us here at two, it's just the same as my Bill ba- Bill Paxton. I can't. Yeah. I can't separate the two in my head. I'm trying to think about what is he saying. Did, did I say um, there was a petting zoo down there? I'm losing a lot of blood, man. What does he say in that? <laughs> oh, I can't remember. But from all of us know. here at Too Scary Didn't Watch. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> I don't know, might not have been our best, but I, I still liked it. I still liked it. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really want to make our day, you can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can also follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want even more content, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. We will be back next week with a regular episode. We love you a lot. Bye.